Folks, we're back once again with another episode. Don't leave to judges podcast. I'm here with my main man, Patty Broker Skull. Patty. Yay, yay. Yes, yes, yes. No, no, no. We will make a pop song before this podcast ends, I promise, with just my intros. Um, some people will get angry because I say a lot of fucked up shit in the intro, but nonetheless, we have cussed within the first. Is cussed better to do you like saying cussed or cursed or uh, said a bad word? It's very strange, huh? Cuss. It's like I'd rather just say fuck. And you just deal with it, right? Don't tell me stop cussing. What is cussing? It's such a weird word. Anywho, uh, welcome to an MMA podcast that is strictly about MMA, mostly about the UFC, and we're going to stick to that as we have been. And we're so sorry, guys, for those weeks that we missed. I just found out that that was four weeks, dude, between fights, okay? That's too much fucking time. That's too much time for me, okay? If you want to talk about anxiety levels reaching a new height, don't have fights on Saturday for four weeks in a row. Okay. And then you get whatever that last episode was that we did. I swear to God, I blacked out most of it. I don't know what I said, what we were talking about. I don't know the fights from last week, guy. <laughs> I'm serious. They would, they would I'm work so me, out of the remember. flow of it. I'm like. So uh, Calvin uh, Qatar, Giga Jakadze. Uh, yeah, man, that did not go the way we were thinking. Uh, I did not see that like that. Uh, Calvin just had all kinds of pressure on him, pressured him the whole fight. I was waiting for it to turn any second when uh, Giga landed a couple punches. I'm like, here we go, man. Fucking chase him around, hit him. And he would back off. Then there would be a spinning attack. Like, shit. Yeah, man, how'd you see that? I I was just waiting. I just knew it was going to turn around. Giga was going to put his ass away. Well, here's the thing that I look at when I watch fights, and some people probably don't. Um, I stare at their dicks. No, I'm kidding. I, I watch I watch their face, dude. I watch the eyes. I pay attention to the eyes and the face most of the fight. And what I saw from Giga was something happened to him early. Cal- Calvin must have connected with something or Giga connected with something that did damage to him or made him weary. Okay. Made him on his back foot instead of going forward. And with any fighter that can happen. You don't know why it happened. Your opponent doesn't know why it happened. It just happens. And we've seen this multiple times where the guy's almost fighting like he's scared, like he just wants to get out of there. And that's just surviving. It's not fighting anymore. It's all defense. You're backing away. Sure, you're throwing punches forward, but that's defensive punches. It's to keep the guy away from you, right? So when I saw Giga's face, it just changed at a certain moment. I think it was in the the later part of the first round or beginning of the second. <clears throat> and he he just his face changed his eyes were not the eyes that we have seen devastate dudes with liver kicks they were it was not the same face whatsoever so i think something happened i'm not going to give all the credit to Cal- uh, calvin i don't want to give all the take all any credit away from him either but i will say that something had to have happened for this man to not be as lethal as he usually is because calvin hasn't really had much for the opponents that he has fought recently and if pressure is all he needed to become successful then he would have been already he didn't do anything different. If pressure is the only thing that's different from what Calvin has been doing, he's still the same fighter. So anybody who pressures him back and doesn't fight off their back foot will still be able to win against him or at least put a good fight in. I'm not taking anything away from him. I'm just saying that out of all of his fights, the only difference in this fight is he kept coming forward. And Giga pretty much uh, abandoned those kicks early on. That's what – and mm-hmm. that, Why? Did he hit? Did he land a bad kick and hurt his leg? Did he twist an ankle? You know what I'm saying? There's mm-hmm. something. There's an element there that would take that away. Otherwise, that's his main weapon. You know what I'm saying? That's like a kid who only knows two buttons on Tekken. He's gonna mash them the whole time. You know that that's what he's gonna do. Watch out for it. And once it ends, you, it's pretty much in your favor at that point. You know, it's it's no different than you know somebody's hand being broken, their left hand. You know, it's like I can't. You're taking away one of their main weapons if they're going to try to knock you out, right? It's still usable. It still exists, but it's 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 going to take him out of his game. And I just saw his face change. And when I saw it, I was like, well, looks like uh, Calvin is noticing as well and taking advantage. It was a fun fight, but I think this is one of those where we might see these guys again later in their careers. Now, the co-main event, Jake Collier, Chase Sherman, Dude, Chase Sherman, he needs to give it up, man. It, hopefully they get rid of him. He's done. They got rid of him one time before. 
He went over the bare knuckle. Yep. He's a he's a knockout or get knocked out type guy. Of course, he was taken down and submitted, which is the game plan if you want to fight him. I wouldn't want to stand up with the guy. He's got power. Uh, and then, you know, this card only had 10 fights. Eight of them went to a, a decision. That does not make for a, a very uh, uh, card no. that, that people want to watch. <laughs> and can I just say that I, I will eat my words uh, when I said that I thought the fighters were going to be hungry. <laughs> I thought because of the this t- amount of time off, they were going to come in and try to take fucking heads. Hey, you're going to double the fans just because it has. there's been no fights for this many weeks. You're going to double the amount of people that are willing to watch that are just fans of Khabib and he's not around. You see what I'm saying? And the fact that you didn't come out and show up decisions and the decisions weren't good fights. They weren't good fights. They weren't fights where you're like, holy shit, what a performance from both guys. It was like, that's unfortunate. Now, I will see this fight with Brandon Rollville. This fight, man, there was a little bit of controversy in here. Because he won the fight via split decision, but there could be a case made that uh, Rogario tapped. I mean, I thought he tapped. I looked at the replay. I I thought I saw... It ended up up going uh, Brandon Rollville's way, which I'm glad it did because that looked like a damn tap to me. (laughs) It's pretty damn close to one if it wasn't. You know, it was a good. It was a sort of back and forth. I mean, Roy Val is very good on the on the ground, so we kind of expected that. Uh, how hard was he going for the armbar? I'm not sure. How tight was it? Not sure. But there are movements that a lot of fighters make on that on that ground that are suspect as fuck. Mm-hmm, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, this man, my big thing on this card, Court McGee. Now we got to see him again. Ugh, another decision. Dude, my tweet was him. killer, though. I hope you posted that. That tweet was a boss it. tweet, bro. Tell him what I said. Do you remember? Yes, sir. He said something about a, a guy to name, name Court. It was very typical. Once to leave it to the judges. Yeah, yeah. it's perfect for the show. That's <laughs> that's us as a as a whole. Like this fucking guy named Court obviously enjoys leaving it to the judges. For what sure. the hell? <sighs> he likes spending some time in there. Damn, I wish somebody would it's put him away. Hell. I'm tired of seeing the guy. He's been boring since 2010. All right, this female fight, Jennifer Maya. Man, hang it up. She has nothing. This fight, these two ladies had already fought before. And it went the same exact way. But there was a, a lightweight bout. Uh, this guy, I'm probably going to fuck his name all up. Uh, Vukoslav Birchev. Uh, do you remember this? This was the uh, the punch to the body. I mean, this guy, mm, man, yeah. he fought Dakota Bush the first round. In about the middle part of the first round, he hit him with a big body shot. First, he hit him with a smaller body punch, the opposite hand, and then he just laid everything he had into a big body shot, big body punch, which you don't see too often someone just dropping straight down from being punched right in the ribs. No, yeah, it, it it's rare. Uh, it's a fun fucking fight. It's it's a fun fight move to see end in a finish. Mm-hmm. You know, the, any body shots, dude. It's fantastic. That's why Giga was so disappointing. But this guy just got 50 grand as well, if not more, being that he doesn't even have to compete with anybody for knockout of the night. We're going to see him again, and he's going to be better because he's going to have money now. He's going to be able to train even more. I, we got a real contender here, man. We got a real contender. This guy's going to be a problem. And we kind of already said that. Yeah. Uh, Jamie Pickett, uh, Joseph Holmes. That's Jamie Pickett won that decision. Yeah. I mean, and like I said, all these decisions were fucking boring. It wasn't like, holy mm-hmm. shit, they beat the hell out of each other. It wasn't Michael Chandler, Justin Gaethje. All right. Even though Gaethje really just beat the hell out of Chandler, none of these fights were even like that. They were so split down the middle. They should have been a lot of split decisions. You know. I, I picked uh, Pickett to win this, which my picks were not that great this week. But I just wrote down and said, why stand? Why Why did Holmes want to stand with, with Jamie Pickett, man? He's got superior skills on the ground. I don't think he ever tried to take him down, maybe once. Uh, uh, Brian Kelleher defeats Kevin Crum. They 
guy came in the last minute. Kelleher, he looked good, but that was another decision. He basically took him down, rolled around on the ground. They were, like, dancing the whole fight. Ugh. Anyway. Well, did you see the the group size? You got six people this week, last week. It's pretty good. And where can they find that? Uh, right in the show notes. You don't have to Google anything. Just flip right over to your show notes. Click right on it. Takes you right to the ESPN Fight Pick'em group. And this week will be UFC 270. And uh, this one, looking forward to this one. But That's right. Yeah. You, can, you can also follow the show at Don't Leave It to the Judges Pod on Instagram. We post new episode updates, UFC updates, amazing tweets. Just It's an all-around good time, and it is MMA-focused, okay? We're not over here playing games, talking about airports. All right? So all I'm saying is, yo, shut the fuck up. Anyways, uh, yeah, be sure to follow at that dude with the ears. Uh, that that dude with ears, uh, Instagram, TikTok, uh, YouTube.com slash Bad Brain Studios, folks. Check that shit out. Stick with us. We're doing fun stuff. A lot of content here over at Don't Leave It to the Judges. It is a weekly podcast so long as there are fights that weekend and sometimes even not. So if you enjoy what you hear and if you don't, you know, subscribe anyways and hate listen. Yeah. <laughs> listen because you care. hate it. Just That's give fine. Us a good we need review, to get these numbers man. up, folks. Yeah, tell our friends. We have this many episodes no, with what? any reviews. Come on. We have no reviews? Zero. Damn. And I promote this show, too. So there, that goes to show you that all these fucking idiots that want to trash me aren't even MMA fans. Fucking dorks. <laughs> so, fucking, uh, all right, man, let's get into UFC 270. <laughs> We're not going to talk about airports and shit, even though I live right next to one. There we go. One. But, uh, dude, <laughs> start it off. Flyweight bout, Kay Hansen. We haven't seen her in a while. Her last fight was a decision loss to Corey McKenna. I happen to like Corey McKenna. I don't know where the hell she's been. I don't think there's any shame in that loss. She had won her previous three. and She's only 5'3". She's got four submission wins. And uh, only 36% of the people have picked her. Dude, I'm going with her over Jasmine Judavicious. <laughs> she's 5'7". She's coming off the Contender Series. A lot of these people are coming in right off the Contender Series. And her only loss was a split decision to Elsie Reed. Now, Elsie Reed's last fight was a TKO loss to Sarah Jubanks. So, yeah, I'm going with Kay Hansen. I think she's the better fight. She's definitely faced much better competition. And while I'm saying this, Corey McKenna, where the hell have you been? You know what I'm talking about? She's the little teeny uh, Mary Poppins yeah, lady. I, I, yeah. Popped yeah, right in on the Contender Series and... I'm like, where's this lady? Don't have her? a fucking chance. She's like 12 years old, and she's right beat up on everybody. She's Irish, yeah. So, come back. Uh, you were good. <laughs> okay, so she's not on the card. You're nah, just she's not on the card. I'm just. Okay. She was Kay Hansen's yeah. last fight. All right, I agree. Where the hell is she? But who'd you go with on this fight? I went with Kay Hansen. All right, I'm gonna go with uh, Jasmine because she has a last name that might mean that she's fought or ate raw meat at one point. <laughs> Okay. Oh, she's Canadian. Never mind. Kay Hansen, it is. <laughs> oh, I'm kidding. I'm, I'm still going Jasmine. Uh, let Jeez. me do this next fight because this right. is my guy. All right. Uh, another ginger fella here coming from the contender series. I, I mentioned him and I reference him in almost every one of these shows. Every time we see Terrence McKinney, that fucking guy came in and knocked out on a like one day notice comes in and knocks out Matt Frivola. The steamroller Frivola. And it only rhymes if you're John F. Kennedy. Um Matt Frovola, that's Dame Rolla Favrola. I can't do a Kennedy, guys. What do you want from me? Uh, but yeah, he's 8 3 and 1. 23% went with him on this fight. I think it's because of his performance in the last fight, I'd say. Uh, but he's fighting Gennaro Valdez, who is 10 and 0 also. But I don't know this guy. What do you got for me? All right, man. So uh, Frivola, <laughs> his last fight was that seven second knockout. Yeah. That yeah. loss, as you just fuck? mentioned. And he's 2 3 and 1 in the UFC. And man, the, the guy, the last time he had a win that wasn't a decision was in a contender series in 2017. Now let's go over but this. But it was uh, phenomenal. Uh, yeah, this Valdez guy. It's his UFC debut. This guy's 10-0, seven knockouts, three submissions. He's he's uh, finished everyone. But the guys that he's beaten usually have an even record, 8-9, and 4-5. But his contender series win was against uh, it was a knockout over Patrick White. Who was nine and nine and one at the time, nine and two now, but man, he looked fucking phenomenal. So, 
I went over with him, man. I'm like thinking if he paid attention to what happened in Matt Farola's last fight, he's going to come in and steamroll right over him. Yeah, that's true. I, I mean, I agree with you. I agree with you. I, I just have this innate interest. Hey, there's my Valium. All right, real quick, just a sidebar. We were outside of the show. Fucking yeah, my sound was weird. I couldn't hear Sam. I couldn't hear me. And and now everything's here, dude. And it's perfect. All I, all I did was go into the fucking Zoom settings. I don't know what was going on, but I'm glad to be back. Now we can really get this fucking show going. I can hear everything now. I can even come down on everything that I thought was so uh, quiet. <laughs> all right. How's that? Yeah, man, you're great. All right. Leave it all in, Sam. We're fucking no, raw we'll as fuck. This is a real I'll MMA take show. I anything out of this thing, basically. We might as well just be on oh, YouTube live right now. I'm telling you right now, dude. We... Uh, I'm glad that that's the case. And I knew that that was the case, but I think back all the shit that I've said and I'm like, I know we've cut stuff. You and me know for sure we've cut stuff because there's moments specifically where I'm like, we got to absolutely cut that now. We'll stop and actually make Sam do it right here on the show. So there are stuff that is cut guys. Believe us. I've, I've went kind <laughs> of wild a couple of times. But yeah. It's pretty raw. Uh, but anyways, female fight. Okay, wait, go, let's go back real quick. Now that I got my sound oh, back. Yeah, you yeah. said uh, you're going Gen- uh, Gennaro? Yeah, man, I'm going with him. Okay, let me let me ask real quick. Is this guy a, uh, is he a, a stand-up fighter? Is he, because he's he's Mexican. Is he a boxer? What does he do? Is he jiu-jitsu? <laughs> well, I'm, he's got uh, seven knockout wins and three Ooh. submissions. He's finished everyone. And, and well, that makes me really happy about the fight. This is a good matchup. Though. Yeah, that, that contender series, He, I mean, he knocked out Patrick White. Uh, and that guy was 9-1 okay. at the time. You know what? This is a good matchup for both guys for the fact that Frivola is coming off the loss. Mm-hmm. They want to see if he can prove himself. And same thing with Gennaro. He's new. They want to see, can you beat a UFC guy who's been under the lights? This the, And I don't think uh, Frivola is going to try to take him down. <laughs> but let's go on. Uh, let's go on uh, to this next fight that's clearly boring. All right. So did you go with Frivola? Who'd you go with? Yeah, still Frivola. Okay. All right. So this fight was supposed to be on the last card. So I just went and got my notes last night and I... Uh... I wrote down everything I'd written down before. So, but what, uh, one word, boring. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Savinia Gomez Juarez. She's five and three against uh, this is strawweight women's strawweight. Vanessa Donopolis. She's five and six. The little monster. The thing I like about Donopolis, even though she's lost three of her last four, is she's always moving. She's never still. She she can take a beating. She can take a beating. It, she usually does, yeah. but all four of her losses is via decision. And, uh, yeah, man, I mean, I think she's got a chance. She's got three submission wins, even though she's six and four. Juarez, she's 37 years old. She came in her UFC debut and, and lost to uh, to Loopy. And uh, she's got six knockout wins. But her last three opponents' records, five and seven, the, the, the opponents that, uh, that she's beaten, five and seven, five and five, six and five. So she hasn't faced anyone so Loopy hit her with the arm bar. Maybe Donopolis can do the same. I went with Donopolis. Well, if I'm being honest, I think this Demopolis chick has a uh, height advantage. Uh, five, I'm six just to guessing. five, three inch. Yeah, that's that's a lot. That's kind of a lot, especially in the female division. I think she's like you said. If she moves the way that she does, she's going to be able to stay away, stick the jab. And uh, it's going to be a decision win, but I'm going to go Demopolis as well. Cool right. last name. <laughs> yeah, it is. <laughs> I went to oh, let me stop real quick. These cool ass little little monster stickers. She's fucking sells. I like it. Uh, Tony Gravely reminds me of that dude who says, uh, "Let me bang, bro." Julian, whatever. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, I know you're talking did about. You see, the guy on the, did you see? Did you see the new? Yeah, he's in bare knuckle. Did you see the Mike Perry and fucking him go at it? No. Uh-uh. Yeah, they started fighting at like some event, dude. <laughs> they started actually fighting, yeah, out in the middle. And I, th- it's promoting a huge fight on uh, bare knuckle fighting for sure. Oh, okay. Well, that's a uh, that's a smart move then. It's, yeah, because a- both those guys just want to bang. <laughs> you know, it, it's one of those. It's 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 like uh, Artem Lobov and uh, Justin Knight. Yeah. They're gonna beat the hell out of each other, dude. That's awesome. 
I mean, if there's any sport that's worth watching after a UFC fighter's career is over, it's bare knuckle. It's like, this is the most savage you could get. You might as well just fucking film them in a bar somewhere. That's about as, you know what I mean? Like, what the fuck? I was never a fan it's like, of uh, Arnold, man. I just never was a fan. I wasn't either. No, fuck that. But when they went in there and just, he ate Justin Knight's punches and back, it was nice. You know, it's like, I get, I get why people thought he could have been something, but he just couldn't pull the wins off. Yeah. He's, he's, um, he's just had no personality. I'll tell you what it was. It was. My first impressions of him was that Ultimate Fighter, they they basically sent him home, and they were like, "Oh, we'll let the captains of the team bring back one person or yeah. something uh, like that,", that and the they worst. brought him yeah. back. And I'm like, "Yep, man, yep. fuck, I never liked him." Since I 100 percent agree. I remember that distinctly. It was Conor McGregor. <laughs> Same thing like, with oh. uh, Cormier. And that was still the moments where I still hated him. I wasn't even a fan yeah. of Conor. I was like, I want somebody to step the fuck up and do that. And when Cody did that, I'm like, "Well, that's my guy." That's my guy. And then you're like, hey, man, your chin's made of cotton. <laughs> it's soft, my guy. What's but, going on? But Cormier, that was my first impressions of him was that uh, that Grand Prix tournament over at Strike Force, And they had all these alternate fights. I think we talked about it before. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, like Overeem's brother. You know? So the guy's yeah. like all these people. And then all of a sudden they they need an alternate and they fucking stick him in who wasn't an alternate. Uh, anyway, I just right. I don't know, man. Left a well, bad he, taste in my mouth. But Tony- I'll throw this in there too. <laughs> you know who you know one of the you want you want to know one of the few fighters that would be terrifying if they ever showed back up. Alexander Emelianenko, <laughs> right? He fought in Pride and shit. Okay, mm-hmm. you know his story, right? He's in like prison. He killed his girlfriend or some ridiculous shit. Hmm. Imagine that guy just popping up into an MMA event and you're like, that's why I signed up to fight. Hmm. Wait, isn't he? Wait. Oh, I hope the ref's bigger than him. <laughs> you know, like Some of them what the hell? <laughs> yeah. It's like, that's the last guy that you want to have getting a UFC contract. Cause you're like, okay, well, I mean, if he comes out with a Hannibal Lecter mask on, I'm going to be real upset. <laughs> it's going to, oh, cause man. it's going to seem too realistic, you know, sorry, that wasn't that funny, but I was thinking about it because I think he got out a few years ago oh. and I know his, the Emelianenko family has a brother that is also like part of those, you know, secret service for Putin and shit. So they're, they're highly trained, deadly guys for sure. And you, you've seen Alexander fight in pride before. And you're like, this guy fucking already looks scary. He looks scarier than fucking Fedor. You're like, what's wrong? Like, Oh, he looks just like Fedor, but there's something off, you know? <laughs> like, I mean, Fedor's weird too. So it's like that. Yeah, whatever. Let's continue on. But Tony, Tony gravely looks like that Julian guy. Let me bang. Uh, but yeah, it's Tony gravely 21 and seven. What a fucking record. You know, he's fighting uh, Simon. I would say Simon. I don't know, yeah, dude. Simon, what the Simon, random Simon. eyes in there. Uh, versus, uh, Simon Oliveira. Mm-hmm. Again, a Brazilian with Oliveira as a last name. You got to take him. You just got to go with Oliveira's at this point. All right. They're champions. I'm sure they're not related whatsoever. But, you know, Tony's back and forth for me. I went with him a couple different times in a couple of his other fights. And he's done okay. But what do you got? You got any information on him? Because 70% took him over a guy that's 18 and 3. 16 yeah, and three, this guy and three. is 18 and 3. He just hasn't fought a competition, really. He's he's 5'8", okay. where Tony's 5'5". Five, five. This is his UFC debut. When he was on a contender series, it was a split decision win. So I'm surprised he even got here. The, the thing is, he has 11 submission wins. And he's won uh, five straight. Four of them were submissions. I think most of them were arm bars. And the, the thing is, it's Tony, man, he's got five submission losses. So this... This could be a little dangerous for him if he uh, gets taken down. But I, I I see this going to a decision. I think Tony will take him. He's small. He's quick. I mean, he's got nine knockouts himself, three submission wins. And uh, yeah, I mean, this is this is going to be a, a a test for the for uh, for Oliveira here. Uh, Gravely's two and two in the UFC. I, I think he's going to take. It. I think it's going to go to a decision. But if Gravely gets taken down, who the hell knows? Because this Oliveira guy is pretty dangerous with the arm. Well, I guess we'll see another Oliveira maybe get a submission. We maybe say see the little guy get a knockout. I, I think he's he's real athletic. I've never really seen Tony Gravely in a in a severe position where you know he just doesn't look like he can win. But I, I'm definitely going with the uh, the other guy. Oh wow, Simon, wow. Simon, Simon, whatever. <laughs> All right, so this this next bout, man, is a uh, Walter Weight contest. You have uh, this guy Pete Rodriguez. He is a 
a very late replacement. His nickname is Dead Game. <laughs> but anyway, it was going to be Warley Alves, but uh, this guy come in extremely late. He's 4-0. He's got four first-round knockouts. I mean, I don't think he's hardly been in the damn cage. The knockouts come quick. But his opponents, four wins, 13 losses when you add them all up. So he's very unproven. All his fights were with something called Icon Fighting Federation. And oh, wow. I, yeah, the UFC stuck him in here. This guy, he can show what he can do, but yeah, I don't see it happening, man. This is uh, Jack uh, Della Maldonado. He's 25. Both these guys are only 25 years old. But uh, yeah, he, he's lost his first two fights of his career and hasn't looked back. He's uh, He was on the, the Contender Series. I remember them saying that on the Contender Series. He lost his first two. He, he almost hung it up and decided MMA wasn't the thing for him. But he came back training harder than ever, and he's won, he's won uh ten straight, with uh now, nine wait. finishes. This is, this is the guy who's replacing Morales. No, no, that was uh Pete Rodriguez, the guy that's four and Is um, did we skip one then? Nah, man, not um, shit, maybe I did. Yeah, I did. I, Mar- I skipped the Trevor. That's okay. That's Giles. okay. Let's go with this one. Go ahead. <laughs> uh, so, so Pete Rodriguez yesterday. is the guy that doesn't have a picture. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This guy don't have a picture. The guy is only 4-0. 4-0. He hasn't fought yeah, anybody. What? Wow, yeah. wow. Like I said, you add up his opponents, they're 4-13. Uh, whoa. Yeah, he's you said scary. Icon? Yeah. Was the fight? Huh. Icon fighting for well, What do you think, buddy? You think he's got a shot here? No, I we've, don't. Uh, let's go. Hold on. <laughs> This, this, this to me, he, he looks like a fucking monster. If you like see a picture of this guy, okay. Well, <laughs> let's let's actually log this because this to me seems to be the first replacement, not replacement, but new, new fighter without a photo that we've seen for the year, correct? Uh, pro- so, possibly, I would say. Okay, yeah. I think so. There wasn't any on the last card. This is the second card of the year, so it has to be the first one with, with a guy that has this small of a record, no photo. Never heard of him. Could these guys do it again this year? Or these guys, these unknown guys come in and just do work? Because I think this this Jack fella, he's resilient, right? Striker? Uh, Australian. No, I said resilient, not Brazilian. Oh, I said resilient, <laughs> man. We're leaving this shit in, too. Uh, yeah, man, this is the guy I told you. He was. Um, he lost his first ever fight, two, his first two ever fights, and he... Almost quit, and he came back. He's 5'11", and uh, okay. yeah, man, he's fucking won 10 straight, and only one's been a decision win. Eight knockouts, one submission. That decision win was on a contender series. Well, are you going Rodriguez? Peter no, Rodriguez? I didn't. The whitest didn't. Mexican guy? I didn't go with Rodriguez. Yeah, I didn't either. I don't think he can. <laughs> I can't. I have to see it first. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Because it was a streak at the end of this last year where these guys, these younger dudes we don't know, come in and they actually were decent, you know? Uh, we're taking a lot of people from the Contender Series. I don't know if that's a desperation for fighters in all divisions or what have you, but these guys are getting pushed right into the cards quickly. And this right. guy hasn't fought anybody. So I don't know. We he's might see him no get one. tore up. I'd like to go over but, the, the time he's been in the octagon. Uh, the first fight, a minute and 25 seconds. Second fight, 10 seconds, 41 seconds, 2 minutes and 21 seconds. So, Rodriguez? Uh, yeah, Rodriguez. So he hasn't been in there long, but he hasn't fought anyone. These these guys are nobodies. Putting yeah, them away I'm, very uh, quickly. I mean, that's still, though. I, I, I would think even the worst fighter willing to get into a, an organization called Icon and get into the octagon has a bit of defense. Right? They have to have been trained a little. So no matter how good they are, they're still young fighters. It's still new. And this guy's like, yeah, you're not getting out of here within uh, 60 seconds. Good luck. Yeah. And it's hard to judge someone when they fought people that has terrible you, you records. Yes, yeah. that's mean, true. You know? Also true. Yeah. Well, this could be, I mean, he could be a future world champion and you know. wouldn't know. He's just fought people with shitty records. Well, I mean, here's the thing that I've always wanted yeah. to have happen, too, is I was I would like to have a fighter that would come directly into the UFC without any fights and only fight in the UFC and become a champion. You know what I'm saying? Like, Khabib fought a bunch of other places to get mm-hmm. that undefeated shit, and then he came to the UFC and did very well. 
Mighty Mouse Johnson did the same thing for a while. There's several fighters that have done it, but you can only start them so young. So yeah. maybe this is the guy. Four fights, and they're like, he's ready. He's ready. <laughs> I don't know. He, he, he's ready for a guy who's on a streak. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's, mm -hmm. hey, man, that's the Wolves, buddy. Good luck. I'm still going the other way. Yeah, I'm going the other way as well. And we'll go back to the fight I skipped over. Uh, Michael Morales, uh, Trevin Giles, Walter Waite Belt. Uh, Morales. You were scaring me, dude, because I thought you were saying this fight was off. I'm like, <laughs> nah, man, fucking printed this shit out last night, made my pick, <laughs> and then ESPN shuffled him around on me. So, yeah, um, Morales, he's 6'3", he's Ecuador, this is his UFC debut, he's coming in, he had another guy that had a decision win on the Contender Series, uh, nine knockouts, one submission out of his 12 wins, and I don't know why 71% of the people picked this guy, man, I went the other yeah. way, I went with Giles. Uh, nah, man. Nah, look at do one thing right now. Right. Look at look at one highlight from Morales. Look at one. I highlight? remember the kid. Okay. He's not even in good shape, dude. He's oddly shaped for the division. Uh -huh. He's long as hell, and he just has precision strikes, dude. I don't even know where he's from. Ecuador. Ecuador. Yeah. Okay, this is this is even scarier now, <laughs> with the way he's putting guys away and how I've seen him fight in his last few fights, this is going to be real tough for Giles. If he can pull it off, I, I wouldn't be super surprised, mm -hmm. but I would be surprised. Mm. Just well, because Giles, you know, Giles hasn't really showed me much. You know, he's been in there. He's kind of done some things. He has got sick, came back. You know, uh, you got to find your streak guy. Mm -hmm. Or you yeah. got to at least improve. And fighting a guy like this is going to definitely show improvement. So we'll see. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, it's funny you say the word streak because so I, I wrote down I actually wrote seems to be hot and cold because he kind of goes on he's kind of up and down man he's 5-3 and three yeah. in the UFC it, all three of his losses were in the UFC and uh, he did come off that he had a knockout loss in his last fight but he had won three straight before but uh, yeah, yeah when that's why I mean who was the guy that he got sick for and he didn't he ended up not being able to fight I forget what that was but I, I think that set him back so he did have a potential of being somebody impressive and he was just kind of forgotten because of that moment like damn maybe he had covid earlier i think I, that was what I it was i don't know i think he was throwing up or something because it was like right before they walked out oh this okay i remember this yeah the guy was like in the octagon waiting for him he didn't fucking come out okay yep all right i didn't remember if that was him so man uh next is a featherweight bout uh, we got a guy from Spain against a guy from Canada. Guy from Spain, uh, Ilio Taparito. You know, guys, Sam only said that because they look like the same guy. They do look like <laughs> the same guy. Well, this guy, uh, this yeah. Ilio, this guy's got three knockout wins. His last, I remember his last fight was against Ryan Hall. Ryan Hall was trying to do that spinny shit, get him down, and then he finally just fucking just hammered on him and, and beat him. But and this guy showed a lot of patience dealing with Hall. I mean, that's you can't play into his game, and this guy didn't. Well, which, which is this guy's only twenty four. I mean, it's you know Derek Minner played into Ryan Hall's game when they fought. But uh, yeah, this right. guy, man, he's he's only been out of the first round twice. This guy, <laughs> so himself. So, but uh, he's eleven and zero. He's undefeated, and uh, he's fighting Charles Jordan, who's. From Canada, eight knockouts, three submissions. He's three and three and one in the UFC. He uh, last fight was a decision win over uh, Andre Yule. And uh, yeah, I I'm using your words here that you usually use. I think this guy is being fed to the wolves, my friend. Okay, hold on. Which guy? Charles Jordan. Really? That's what I think. Well, you know, I'm gonna have to disagree with you. Oh. All right. I'm and that's the love of the show. That's what we do. That's why we do the picks. All right. You know, Sam brings all the, the fun stats on the guys, and I try to bring the funny. And uh, we do that. But here is the fun part of the show as well, where we get to kind of go back and forth on this because, let's be honest, Jordan is, is a different fighter in this division. Okay? I've seen him do some real spectacular things. And I think your boy is a little new. I think he's a little new. Ryan Hall, if you want to, here's what you do for Ryan Hall, the study tape on Ryan Hall. You just go, what does he do? 
oh, he's going to try to submit me in any way possible. Usually some sort of break dancing thing as if there's cardboard in the middle of the fucking octagon. All right, I'll just avoid that then. Ta-da, victory. Okay? <laughs> it's not that hard. I don't understand why BJ Penn didn't get it done. Now, shout out BJPenn.com. Give us, give us a plug. Give us some money. Um, I, I will say I did, I did like the performance uh, with a Tabora Tapuria versus Ryan Hall. He did very well. He knew how to beat him. But I think Jordan's going to bring him something different. You know, the guy's got a chin. He's got great hands. And does he not train with GSP? Is there not connection there with George St. Pierre? I mean, he's a Canadian fighter. I'm sure he's hung out with them at least once. But nonetheless, I was I was I was against this guy in many fights. I was going against Jordan in most of his matchups, but I've seen him prove us wrong time and time again. And I think it's only fair that I I, I take a stand here and I say, hey, it's time. I mean, 12 and four and one, 12% went with this guy. Everyone hates him. Uh, no, <laughs> just everyone feels that the performance from <clears throat> Tapura is the best one that he's done so far. You know what I mean? Like that was great. He essentially finished a guy you didn't think would be finished, whatever. I just, I honestly, I could care less which way this goes. It's one of those fights where I'm like, this is just going to be a fun watch. I don't care who wins, honestly, but I'm going to go Jordan just for the sake of the show. Yeah, I mean, th You're this will be a good test. <laughs> And uh, we'll see where both these guys are after this. This will be a should be an interesting fight. But uh, next bantamweight bout, uh, Ronnie Bar Barcelos versus Victor Henry. All right, uh, Barcelos lost a decision in his last fight. He had won nine straight before then. He's five and one in UFC. Victor Henry, you ever heard of this guy? Uh, only when he was playing bass for uh, Deftones. Okay. <laughs> I'm just kidding. His name like Chino or something. All right, so this is his UFC debut. This guy is 21 and five. I'd never heard of this guy, so I had to look him up. Six knockouts, eight submissions. This guy is a prodigy of Josh Barnett. So, so this guy, I, I saw a website that had like a fucking scorecard of this dude. Strong cardio, great on the ground, but yeah, dude, Barcelos. Better everywhere. Even though this Victor Henry guy has never been finished. Uh, yeah, uh, I don't think there's any stop in Barcelos. I, I, we, we disagreed on the last fight, and I fully agree with you here. But I do think this is more of a wolf situation. Because I don't think Victor Henry has faced a guy like this. No. You know, this is a, a Jose Aldo type, right? This is a guy that takes a beating. He takes your fucking legs. He has submissions. He's all over the place everywhere, and he's a problem. Just stone-faced the whole time, too, which is ultra creepy. You know, it's like he probably doesn't laugh at his house. You know what I mean? <laughs> That's the type of fighter he is. It's like MMA is his life. He's not getting kicked in the shin or using his shin to kick wood or a bamboo tree, <laughs> you know? He's uh, he's not watching stand-up comedy, let's be honest. So, yeah, I think uh, Roni Barcelos is going to hurt this guy. It's going to be a, a rude introduction for uh, Victor Henry yeah. in this sport, uh, in this level of sport. But again, these these are fun tests for these guys, mm -hmm. right? Why else would they throw this guy in there if they didn't have some faith in him? Why would he sign the contract? It yeah. is up to them in the end. He wants an opportunity, man. And if, if he could do something against Barcelos. I mean, it's, you could have like a almost Absolutely. an instant star in the yep. making. Some a performance, uh, yep, of great performance against him. But uh, anyway, the, the middleweight bout is next. Uh, Rodolfo Vieira, Vieira, against Wellington Term Terman. God, I want to right. say Thurman so bad. I want to say Thurman, but it's not. It's yeah. Terman. Damn you for naming this guy. You know what's funny? You know what's funny is he would probably even correct you and be like, "It's not even pronounced like that." <laughs> probably it's Terman or some shit. <laughs> Well, I've seen he's been talking a lot of shit online lately about uh, he's gonna about he's not leaving it to a oh. decision. Uh, he's not gonna leave it to the judges. He's getting a decision. Maybe he's Ooh. just talking about the podcast. Well, I don't know. Uh, but, yeah, uh, probably dude, this guy. I, you realize this guy's only twenty five? I thought this guy's been around a little bit, but he's only twenty five. His last fight, he had a split decision win over Sam Sammy Alva. Dude, everybody's beating Sammy Alva lately. Sammy Al Sammy Alva. That? You're my boy, Sammy. 
Smile and Sammy. You're oh, great, Sam dude. Alvey. Yeah, Sam Alvey. Whatever, man. <laughs> You're confused. I was like, that, is him the Brazilian guy? Well, if he go fucking ahead. was, if he wins a goddamn fight, I'll learn to say his name correctly. There I, you I've go. Forgotten there you it. go. Take shots, Sam. Yeah, Take the, some shots. Fucking dude's lost. He's got a loss like six in a row now. I was all high yeah. on his ass, and now he's just straight down to the ground. But this guy, yeah, he's been talking about it. He's uh, work, been working on his uh, takedown defense, and he's going to get to finish. I don't fucking see it. I think his ass is probably going to get taken down and submitted fairly quickly. This uh, Vieira guy's only loss is at Anthony, Hen- uh, Anthony Hernandez uh, via submission. But yeah, I, I, yeah, dude, I, I think this is done. Wellington, you're, you're through. <laughs> and Did I like hear, that, uh, that, that fucking calm music as it just yeah. fucking ran away. Yeah, we keep it uh, docile, even in our, in our frustration. Um, yeah, I agree with you too. One hundred percent. I believe that this dude uh, is get, Rodolfo's going to handle him pretty, pretty easily. But uh, I'll do the next one for you, okay. since I haven't said any of them. Don't but worry. I've only said the one. Uh, Cody Stamen. All right, he's back. Nineteen four and one. Twenty five percent going with him. So not a lot of hope there, because he's fighting Saeed Nurmagomedov. All right, he's another guy with a straight hairline and no mustache for his beard. I wonder why they do that. It's probably some sort of religious thing and I'm poking fun at it, but I'm just curious if it's like, maybe there's more of a, Hey, I can't grow a mustache or Hey, it's just easier to devour raw meat. You know, I just, I think they all fight bears and Russians only eat raw meat unless they can get a fire in the snow. And that's hard. We know this. Um, (laughs) Anyway, that's awesome. Uh, so said, that's actually what his name is said, if we're, you know, I'm going with him all day long, man. Uh, he's, he's a good, he's a well-rounded. He's one of these guys that has a skill in every aspect of MMA, but he's a slow starter. He's kind of a slow starter. Whereas Stamen has this everlasting swimmers cardio. And you know how I feel about mentioning somebody's cardio when it comes to fighting, but if he can do the, if he can burst, throughout the beginning of the fight, he, he could have a chance. But I think this guy, Nurmagomedov hasn't had any danger. You know what I mean? He's taken some nice shots. He's came back. He, he's just well-rounded. He's got a good chin. And I think it could be a decision win. But uh, th- this is another one of those fights. I'm like, hey, glad it's on the card, dude. This is going to be fun. Yeah, this should be fun. And I agree with you here. Um, I, I know you said uh, a says <laughs> this is a slow starter. <laughs> But uh, it did win in 51 seconds, a, a knockout, 51-second knockout in his last fight. The only thing is, he hasn't fought since October 20, tw- you know, year 2020. So it's been over a year he's been in there. So hopefully he's been in Russia fighting the Bears, fucking getting heated up. But, uh, yeah, man, I, I don't think uh, Stamen has a chance. That guy's last non-decision win in the UFC, 2017. I just don't see him getting it done. I don't think he's got the power to put... Uh, Norma, ah, I cannot say his name. Marga. It's Khabib. Norm it's Khabib's last name. Yeah. And you know what they're going to say? As soon as they see him, all the fucking announcers are going to be like, oh, yeah, look, yeah. it's Khabib. Yeah. <laughs> it's another yeah. Khabib. It's the next <laughs> one. It's new Khabib again. Uh, so it's like we've yeah. already seen him, guys. Find someone else to say. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, if he wasn't, that. you know, you said that 51 second finish and you referenced him not being, you know, more or less being a, a fast starter because of that finish but it's like if, it, if he was a fast starter it would have been a knockout in 10 seconds let's move on <laughs> uh this next fight's gonna be ridiculous this guy's gonna flip he's gonna have a man bun and he he might just get a ko uh who knows but he's 26 and 11 which is an absurd record you know you shouldn't have that many losses perhaps stop dancing so much in the fucking octagon uh it's michael mahel fahera you know use all the letters in your name though <laughs> Uh, versus Andre Fialho. I'm using all his. Um, he's 14 and 3, 17% went with, went with that guy. I don't know him. I don't know if you remember seeing him at, seeing him at any point. So I obviously have to go with Fahara because he is very dangerous. All right. So here we are, man. So Fahara, me and you agree right here with something. The guy's in there dancing, playing the fuck around. This guy he's facing, all right? This guy, he's 14 and 4. He's a he's a late replacement uh from illness from uh Muslim was supposed to fight. But but uh anyway, this guy is only 27. He's been in P- PFL, Bellator. This is his UFC debut. 
He's got 11 knockouts, one submission win. Uh, he has been knocked out two times. But here's what I'm thinking right here. I can just picture this in my head. I'm thinking uh, Michelle, they're like, hey, we got the late replacement coming in for you, sir. Uh, this guy, um, UFC debut. I see this fucker walking out, doing his fucking dancing, spinning attacks, smacking the faces. And man, I see it. He's liable to get laid the fuck out if he does that against this guy. This guy, um, yeah, man, I, I don't want to say this guy is, uh, he's a little dangerous. He might not be on the level as Fiera, but uh, <laughs> he's worthy. He's worthy. He's worthy. And if yeah. you got to take him seriously, that's all I'm saying. I'm going okay. with him as a surprise pick. Only 17% right. like of people went with him. I'm going that way. All right. We'll see what happens, man. I, I do like the, the what you said about the man because it does make it more of a serious thing. And that was sort of a thing with Anderson Silva where it was like he was just playing too many fucking games where it was only a matter of time before somebody was like, I got your game, you know. So for on that, it's, hey. I can just visualize the whole thing. To either one of you. I can see him yeah, being dismissive I see him, doing, I see him getting caught. Remember the last time he got, like, caught up against the cage and flipped out? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Where it's like you're you're getting yourself caught in too many close calls where it's like it's just a matter of time before one dude fucking lays you out. And it could be this man. Who knows? Yeah, they well, put the, him high this, up on the card. This man, I mean, he's not the greatest thing since sliced bread, but you did see well, that one guy. that Curtis guy. The, Cliff that's Curtis, what I was going to say, man. Was. Curtis come in straight from PFL. And fucking surprised the hell out of everyone. And uh, well, well this is what I think. I think PFL has better scouting, and they are finding guys that are just dangerous throughout, mostly KOs. Okay, mm -hmm. because they want that for the PFL million dollars, right? You get a million dollars for winning, so why wouldn't they want it to be a nice finish? You mm -hmm. get more money at the, the quicker you finish, so why wouldn't they bring guys that only knock out guys? Now, I will say this. But this, that doesn't get you through the UFC. This guy has, in the first PFL, been knocked out by Chris Curtis. <laughs> but wow. He did last three rounds with him before he was knocked out. But this guy, he, he's got okay. four wins in a row, and he's knocked out James Vick. This is some XMMA stuff here but uh i'm pretty james vick guy sounds very familiar anyway yeah he was the one that justin gaethje he slept he was way too tall for the division he was like 6'3 as a 155er yep he exactly, got knocked out man. again by somebody else right after that damn you dialed this motherfucker in dude <laughs> anyway so yeah man I, I'm, I'm i'm thinking it could happen only 17 people went that way we'll see we'll see yeah yeah i agree we will see what happens it just depends on how much for wants to do the dancing shit mm -hmm. right uh, but this next fight, as obvious as Fly it is, title. I don't like this. Well, I, why, why does Davison Figueredo so show him holding the belt? Oh, yeah. I, I was going to say, I don't like this so soon, man. Figueredo just lost. Pick, <laughs> yeah, and it shows <laughs> in the photo, it he's, shows he's Figueredo the with the belt, Brandon Moreno without. The fucking why belt's would you do bigger, than, bigger than Figueredo. <laughs> no shit, but what the fuck? How rude is that? Yeah. If I was Brandon Moreno, I'd lose my mind. Yeah. I'm the fucking champ, guy. Why does he have the belt? You're going to confuse everyone. That's why only 44% went with the champ. Okay, yeah. Brandon Moreno is going to come in and fucking do damage. It's over with, dude. Stop doing this fight. I think Figueroa doesn't have anything else for him. He's brought him everything he could mm -hmm. the first two fights. And if anything that we've learned about not just Mexican culture, but Moreno himself is they are fucking resilient. They're going to get better. In fact, all the danger that you could bring to him during the fight is going to make him a better fighter. We've seen it happen. In the most dangerous positions he was ever in, he found a way to end up being dominant. Okay? He's a smart, smart kid, man. He's so young still. And the way that he was able to beat this man who seemed seemingly unbeatable, is highly impressive and i don't think that there's anything he will do to let that belt go away now all right he's got zip recruiter and forrest griffin behind him all right, That's right. <laughs> if there's anybody you know if there's anybody isn't that weird they didn't have a uh han blockowitz fucking spotify you know what i mean like uh, or whatever on it they didn't have an on it commercial for him <clears throat> but brennan moreno they're like no yeah we'll get with this guy all right First Mexican champ. Let's do it. Yep, Let's do it. Recruiter. Push him as hard as you can. Oh. But yeah, oh. uh, I, I like Moreno. I've liked him since uh, the Ultimate Fighter. 
The kid is something special, dude. We all knew it from the very moment that he stepped foot on that show. When he first fought anybody, you're like, if anything, fuck being having cardio, dude. The kid is a fighter. Okay, that means something. It means something to just be a fighter. Where it's like, no matter, like I said, any any positions he's ever been in that seemed like it was negative, he would find a way to make it a positive. And that's the mind, I would say. His body's going to work for him because his mind allows it to. He stays in it every moment. And that, to me, is a champion because he's going to continue to get better. I've never seen him. Tell me right now, out of every fighter that you've ever seen, Brandon Moreno is one of the few that you can guarantee watching fight for fight from his moment he started, he has gotten way better. You see improvements every single fight. Yeah. Almost massive, dude. It was destiny for him to be in this position in the first place, and I just don't see Figueredo having this new thing that's going to somehow take the belt. What do you think? I agree a thousand percent, man. Moreno, the guy, he's only 28. He's only 28. It seems like we've been watching him since he was a a kid, which we basically have. He hasn't lost since 2018. Uh, This guy, 11 submission wins. He's never been finished. Never been finished. Okay. He's got five losses, all decisions. When you take this guy down, you still got to watch out. He is just as dangerous on his back. He's always getting you some crazy fucking position. No matter what you do to him, he gets up. Can, he's he's always in position say, to win the fight. Can, can I also say this? Go ahead. And you'll agree. He has a strength that does not match what he looks like. Brandon Moreno's physique against Davis, Davis and Figueredo's uh, Yeah, Davis and Figueredo's physique is light years. But somehow he manages to outmuscle him, right? There's moments where he's stronger, he's lifting him. So there's, like I said, that is a fighter, dude. That's a guy who, if he wasn't here, he would be somewhere where resiliency is key. You know what I mean? Whether it was fucking boxing, you know, <laughs> whatever. Backyard fighting, like Kimbo Slice. He just has this thing where he might have been a swimmer. You know what I mean? Just because he could hold his breath 30 seconds longer than somebody else. Because that's fucking resiliency, man. So uh, You're going to push yourself beyond the level that's usually recommended. And curious. still be successful. So you think that's why 50% of the people picked him because him with the belt here on the picture? Because I was I'm wondering just, about that. I'm like, uh, I, 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 these people just, they got to know that Moreno just I, fucking beat him. He, he slept him, submitted him. So it wasn't yeah, that it long wasn't ago. Even a, it's not even an interim belt. It's not a fake belt. He is the legit champ. I mean, Zip Recruiter said, all right? <laughs> so, so now you're showing on ESPN – one of the most beloved sports channels and you're going to be so stupid as to be like no oh, yeah he's a champ they fucked up i mean are you going to are you going to show me stats for the chicago bulls and be like yeah they have two championships you fucking assholes <laughs> what you know what i mean like mm-hmm. how you're supposed to be at best what is that was espn stand for nobody knows there's sports in there somewhere <laughs> right the s has to be sports the end has to be probably network. All right. We don't got to put it all together, folks. That's not what the show is. But my point is, this is where we go for our sports and they're going to fuck up and give the belt, the belt photo to Davison. Delete the photo off the drive. First, delete that off the drive. Get, you, let me find out. He even has a new haircut in the photo. Let me find out. They got a recent Davison figurito with the belt and they said, that's the one. And then they also have a, a recent Brandon Moreno. They're like, he doesn't have to have the belt. You motherfucker. I'd be pissed, dude. I'd, I'd say take my photo off and put a gray photo like Facebook, right? <laughs> I want just an outline, a silhouette of a guy. Just put my name underneath. I don't even want my photo on there at all anymore. Fuck that. I wonder if you could do that. But anyway, speaking of being uh, scary monsters from Facebook, I don't know why that mattered. Uh, <laughs> we, got the, we got the championship belt on the line. Oddly soon, and you and I kind of poked at this a little before we even started the show. Before we, yeah, before we started talking about anything else, severely before the show. I have a shark on my shirt, just so everyone knows. Um, I am an animal. But uh, Francis Ngannou fights Cyril Gan. Uh, Sam's laughing, guys. He won't let it be recorded. He refuses to let you hear his laugh. Now, Francis Ngannou is a monster. We know this. 
Cyril Gaon is so fresh to this division. And you and I saw him coming to this point. We kind of were like, we, we, we sort of drew his path long before it happened. We were like probably a Rosen strike in there. You know, there, hope maybe a steep A. We'll see what happens. And then bang, right to Francis. All right. Well, all right. Now here's here's where I want to I want it to be interesting for you. This is what I think. You got 54% going with the 16 and 3 champion, Francis Ngannou. Now, this is let me just say this. This is how fucking famous this man is, Francis Ngannou. Okay. He's in the new Jackass 4 movie, number one. But number two. This last name is a name, the first name even, is a name that Sam would struggle over for sure. But that's, that's how saying, famous man. he is. He's so goddamn famous that even Sam's like, no, nah, Francis and gone, no problem, right? <laughs> so that right there should tell you that he has a certain impact as the heavyweight fighter that he is, not only because of his fucking venom-like physique, okay? He's built like a brick shit house. There's no fucking way this dude doesn't walk around over 270. Easy. You know what I'm saying? Like some ridiculous weight after he's not fighting. He's got to be massive. I can't imagine him cutting weight. He's so shredded. This is like this is what they dreamed for Czech Congo, but then they were like, "Oh, he's French." <laughs> Come on. That that's a laugh for sure. Yeah, you man, guys I heard that you. one. I, I waited for that. Uh but <laughs> so this is what I wanted to really get into. The way. percentages here. 54% <laughs> for Francis, okay? 46 for Cyril Gunn. This is an MMA podcast, guys. You don't fucking like it. This is what we do. Sorry. <clears throat> I honestly think that this is too skewed in the middle. It's too even. I honestly thought, and I think, I'm just going to guess, but I think Sam's going Cyril Gunn here. I'll wait until you tell me, but I just want to say why, I, I just want to wait and say why I would think this. Because right. I think you and I both would go with him log logically. And I say that because we're not thinking illogically here. <laughs> but a so, real MMA fan knows the difference in, in, in what Ciro Gan brings to the table than what Francis does. Okay? There's athleticism. He's in great fucking shape. And he has movement like no other heavyweight ever. Okay? Fine. You would think that would sway you. And it would. It would against anybody else mm -hmm. against anyone else i'd probably go cyril gone almost every time i can't think of another heavyweight fighter besides stipe that i wouldn't go cyril gone maybe tom aspinall okay maybe even chris Dawkins. even after that sad thing but that's only because i like his backstory i like that he's a cop of course i'm joking um <laughs> but cyril gone is different his movement's different he's got a i would say almost a john joan-esque type of movement with uh sort of a muay thai style and that's not going to be any type of issue for cyril gone i mean for francis and he's not worried about this why would you be because i think the difference that we're going to see here with uh francis is the fact that he knows he's the champ now he knows he's the champ so you know what's being screamed at him every day he's training dude Get it, champ. Go after it, champ. You got it, champ. They're calling him champ constantly. Hearing that over and over only to walk in there and let this new guy take your seat, dude. It took Francis way too fucking long, first of all, to be in this seat for him to be like, nah, you can have it. I think he takes his fucking head off, and I think it ends quickly. How about that? All right. That, I'm, de I'm dead serious. Go <laughs> so, ahead. Dude, you see my hands are up here because I already picked just now. <laughs> I picked a little while ago while you're in the middle of this. Actually, while you were talking about gone. But uh, so, so I went with Francis. I, I have uh, 48 total strikes because everything you said was 100% correct. Uh, Francis, he's the fucking champ. No matter what Dana White, I don't know what Dana White's problem with him is. But Dana quickly, quickly set up this interim champion shit when it shouldn't have been set up. And this is. It should not have came into play here. Francis Ngannou is the champ. There should have been no interim fight for the belt uh, to set this up anyway. Now, gone to me, he's the challenger. He's a new breed of heavyweight. We don't see heavyweights on the lower end of the weight class. You don't see guys that are 245, 247, who are, got the speed, the the cardio. Well, uh, let me throw this in there too. Let me throw this <laughs> in there. The only time you would see that is when it was a guy who was like six one. 
you don't see it yeah, with yeah. these guys that are monsters. Yeah, he's six five. Yeah. yeah, these guys are tall and they're also slender for the weight class. Go ahead. Is gone. Is gone. Even been in any trouble that you've seen? I can't recall him even being in, like, hell, up against the cage or. I'm just trying to recall him being in any kind of trouble. I don't. He's he's so quick. He get he can get out of trouble if you got him get him trapped. He can get out. In Ganyu, man, he, he's got he's got some speed for his size. He's a huge dude. You said he's yeah. built like a shit house. He's, he really is. He's a he's a he's a, a specimen of a fucking man. Absolutely. Uh, six four, around 263, 265, 12 knockout wins, four submissions. He's never been finished. So I see if this goes longer than two rounds, I think this sways very heavy in the in the Gon's face. Because Gon, he's shown I, he can avoid I, I the strikes disagree because and look, come back and counter-strike. Hold on. let me. T I just want to jump on that because I had a feeling this was going to go that direction because I think that was what we kind of started the show with. He, that's It's fine to think this, but you have to remember that every movement that Nganu uses is very calculated, whereas Cyril Gon is constantly moving. Even though it's calculated, he's constantly moving, and I think that's going to wear him down. He's going to be twice as slow come the second round. Francis's power doesn't go anywhere. The speed doesn't matter at that point, right? If he's already slower. If Francis can get this guy trapped against it, it's lights the fuck out. Here's the problem. I've said that against other fighters that were facing gone, and it's never happened. So True. <laughs> but, he does uh, have this ability to keep his head out of the way. But he also has like like I said, a John Jones style about him where when he will back up from shots, he'll put his hands, arms all the way up in the air. You know what I'm saying? That's mm -hmm. that weird thing. Like Steven Thompson has done it before. You know, John Jones definitely does it where it's like mm, very Muay Thai of you. But it's like you're leaving yourself open for a guy who who I have to say for Francis's size, he's very quick. Yeah. And he's very accurate. That's another thing we can't forget is the accuracy. People forget the accuracy because the man's a monster. You know? He's very calculated. And I think he's very got smart. extra motivation of Dana White trying to take his title away from him. Yeah. I mean, look, like I said, with the – the way that this guy can sell himself being that he's in the Jackass 4 movie on top of the fact that he has like the hardest punch in history, whatever recorded, right? He is what you want to have as a specimen for the baddest man on the planet. Okay. No WWC fighter, you know what I mean? Is going to be in that. I don't care if you're the big show when you're Francis and hold those records as well. This is a guy who you promote. You push to he, put him in more Tayo commercials, right? Get the guy out there because this is who the who you want as your UFC heavyweight champion. You want to see him fight Cyril Gan nine times, and every single time it'd be devastating. Okay, that's what sells the heavyweight division is a guy like this. Stipe is fine, but then you're like, oh, he's a firefighter too. So you're like, I oh, just uh, makes him too real. Francis, you're like, what does he eat? Steel? You know what I mean? Like, what is the guy made of? Stuff the Wolverine's made of? It's insane. So it's it's this superhero thing and this this mystery of him as a as a character as well, and selling himself in that direction where it's like he is that deadly. Imagine if he killed the guy and knocked guy with one punch. I mean that's anybody who does that, dude, you're you're deadly, right? You're gonna be you could sell that guy for sure. I mean at this point, anybody that fights Cody Garbrandt is pretty much killing a guy in an octagon. <laughs> Boom, got him. It would be even better if he was Italian because that would be like five Italian jokes. But anyways, who's keeping track? Uh, <laughs> I, I, like I said, I do I, I do think this is going to be one of those fights that ends early. Francis is on a, a path at this point, and I think he wants to keep that belt, and I don't think there's anybody else in the heavyweight division that's going to give him any problems. I think he's going to probably do a Stipe thing and just uppercut this man into oblivion. Alistair Overeem, it's going to be ugly, dude, I think. I, I, I hate this. Here's, here's what I hate about these big guy fights is that the commentators are always going to say, this one should end early. Or, watch out, this one's going to be wild. Every time they say that, you're like, it was the most boring fucking fight I've ever seen. <laughs> so I'm not going to say that, but I like to hope that that's the case. I'm just, I think that there might be this general fear and nervousness of Ciro Gan being only 10 fights in uh, fighting this guy already. Like to sign the contract, what kind of confidence? But isn't he also French? Yeah, he is. <laughs> Czech Congo, man. That's why, right, that's we'll why he stopped happens. me at that Czech like Congo, said, man. I didn't have time to laugh. I was fucking think. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I will say that uh, you know nothing against. I'm just fucking around with the French shit. But uh, 
the fact that Cyril Ghosn has all this movement and he has this kind of hype behind him, Francis Ngannou is still the more popular fighter. I mean, 56% still chose the man, but the 44% I think are actual UFC fans, MMA fans, and they understand the sport and they see what the fuck Cyril Ghosn is capable of. So I get it. But us knowing how many fights we've picked at this point, it's like, you just got to kind of go where you think that this guy is more explosive than anybody else I've ever seen. How many rounds do you think? And that makes it, I think a fresh Francis is the most dangerous. And I think that's when he's going to be most willing to take punches to give. So imagine a head kick from the man because he already has the hardest punch. Imagine taking a kick to the head from this guy because you wouldn't expect it. You're waiting for him to punch you in the face because he does that. Throw a head kick, bro. Flying knee from what? Francis, you know what I mean? Make him do some Michael Fajara stuff, right? <laughs> Flip off the cage, buddy. Anthony Pettis style. <laughs> but yeah, uh, let's just end this show with uh, Michael Jackson, the fighter, not the dead pop star. Uh, you still stink. Your fight against CM Punk doesn't even count. Uh, what are you, a camera operator? Got him. Uh, I hate seeing your tweets during the live events. That shit's annoying. Oh, it's man. good to know that you guy? have something to do all day. What's he have um, on the UFC that they keep him on the roster? <laughs> ugh, gross. Maybe he'll fight again one day if there's another <laughs> WWE fighter that thinks he's an MMA fighter. Uh, shout out to uh, Nate Diaz, Nick Diaz. You still stink. You know, go take your swimming classes, open a gym somewhere, and pretend to lift weights. Um, who else don't we like? Uh, Daniel Boring A, whatever the fuck his name is, that guy. You shitbird. Oh. I just want to make sure that I get all my shout outs in. Don't go. forget to follow me. <laughs> I don't know, dude. All, all of them stink. There's one more that I always forget. Who is it? Who else don't I like? Michael Chandler. Let's see. I usually get, get one in on all of these guys, so I got to make sure I get them I at the end. just turn the tables on fucking Sammy Alvey next. He's, he's Who? Sammy Alvey. Alvey, man. He's, he's, he's gave my name a bad name. Be fucking up the Sam <laughs> name, man. Damn it. All Win right. some fights, dude. How is he still employed? Anyway, yeah. folks, don't leave it to the judges. Do That's not it. leave it to the judges. Don't let Court McGee fight again. Round one, fight.